from the field to the studio to your eyes and ears welcome back the 816 hour boys how are you guys doing today good chiefs play today it's gonna be awesome love it chiefs raiders gonna be great You can tell I just woke up because I definitely thought it was game day. This guy. Yeah, I've been up for I've been awake for 10 minutes. Okay. Let's 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 take it easy on me. But I'm good here. Ready to talk football with the boys. Week 18, NFL season is here. NFL season just absolutely flew by. Mm-hmm. Seemed like just yesterday we were talking Chiefs Cardinals week one preview. Now we're talking playoffs. Uh a lot of playoff scenarios, a lot of interesting games this week. Um, going to sit down. All three of us picked a game. Who wants to go first? It don't matter to me. Shoot, I'll start <laughs> it off. No, I'll start it off. Weirdest <laughs> game of the day tomorrow. We got Texans, Colts. They faced off once. It was a 20-20 to 20 tie. That's all you need to know. This game, Sam Ellinger versus Davis Mills. No one wants to watch this game. But why this game is important, why I wanted to talk about it, just the discussion. The Colts, if they win, nothing really comes of this game. It's all for naught. This whole what if is all a what if. If the Texans win and the 3 and 13 Bears lose to the 12 and 4 Vikings, the Bears will hold the number one pick. Then, like, why? Why would the Why would the Texans win this game? Why would the Colts win this game? If you're Chris Ballard, you're the GM of the Colts. You then are like, hmm, Bryce Young gonna go number one overall, mm-hmm. and barring an injury, Bryce Young is the number one overall pick in this year's class. I don't want to play him twice a year. I don't want to have to go against Bryce Young. I'm throwing this game. Praying Chicago loses to the Vikings and then Chicago has a number one pick. How I know this is a big what if, but how do you guys feel about that? Just hearing it. I used to be a crazy game. Teams, both teams throwing. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be awesome to watch. It must watch football. Yeah, it's gonna be a. They're gonna be tank off. I mean, they're just gonna be both. It's gonna be like a three-three game. No one's gonna try to win. Um, yeah, the Colts. What are they like the six six pick right now? And they're still mm-hmm. trying to probably go get CJ Stroud. I imagine. Yeah. So I'm sure they don't want to mess up their draft order. Uh, Houston definitely doesn't want to get away from the number one pick, even though Chicago probably wouldn't use it on a quarterback. But you never know. Well, then that brings into this question. If you're Chicago and you hold the number one pick, you are you going to move it? Team like Seattle sitting at three with that Denver pick. Maybe they want to jump Houston to get Bryce Young. Maybe Indy. Maybe Indy. Exactly. If Indy sells this game, give Chicago that number one pick. They're like, yo, let's talk. Let's talk cheddar. Like, come on. But it, it's just again, it's a big what if. But I was just thinking like, man. This could be wild. No, yeah. A lot of people are talking about uh, the Bears getting the pick and what would they would do with it because mm-hmm. they got number two, so you probably take Will Anderson. But with number one, you can trade down, just get a haul of picks. True. Um, you can do a lot of things if you get the number one pick. But Houston, I think they'll get it. Bryce Young is undoubtedly number one. Yeah. yeah I would agree. Carter, did you? Would you? Who you got winning this game? Texans Colts, the tank off. 
Uh, probably. Give me another Texans. tie. Give me another tie. The Texans oh, on a walk-off safety. Walk-off safety. To win 2-0. The Colts just throw the ball behind them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, love it. He said 2-0. Imagine. Uh, yeah, I, I think I got to go. I'd probably go the, the Texans. I think the Texans might win this game. I won't lie. Just straight outright. The Colts <laughs> haven't looked good. I don't think Sam Ellinger has looked good in these past couple games. Um, no Jonathan Taylor still. I don't know. Give me the Texans. Why not? Why not? What happens if they tied? So I, I wish I knew. I would. <laughs> My bad. I'm going to assume. So with the Texans tying, if they tie and the Bears lose, I'm going to assume the Bears have the number one pick. I don't know the records based off it right now. They're a game apart, and that's how it would work. Yeah, I was going to say they're tied a game apart. Wild. That would be hilarious. Imagine you, you uh, tied with the same opponent. One second straight <laughs> tie. Yeah. Divisional opponent. Yep. That would be terrible. That would be an AFC South thing for sure. Imagine. Davis knows Sam Ellinger. What a game. I think Jeff takes them boys out on top. I would love it. I would love it, but it's going to be a good game. I watch that game just to see how bad they're trying to lose. I think it might be. I think it might be rough. I really do. Like, because if I'm the GM, I'm going to head coach. I said, You are losing this game. I want a better. Pick, we're getting Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, uh, man. I'm, yeah. I don't care about winning the fifth game of the year. <laughs> so, Straight. if your coach says that to you and you're Davis Mills, are you going out there <laughs> and just balling out? Screw it. Pretty I'm much. And he knows it's his last snap before Bryce Young comes to town. So, I'm leaning in the rock. <laughs> this is going crazy. This team ain't going to bring me back unless I'm the backup, anyways. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Just watch him throw for like 502 and six touchdowns. Oh, my God. Please Just tear it up. Uh, but what, what other games you guys looking forward to? I've got, I got the, the Bengals Ravens game. Mm. Uh, with the NFL canceling that Buffalo Bengals game, um, it automatically clinched the Bengals for the NFC North title just just on win percentage. So if the Ravens beat the Bengals today, um, they would have the same wins, but the Bengals would have a better win percentage, so they'd still have the North. Mm. But if the Ravens win today and these two teams somehow meet up in the wild card round, Home field advantage is not automatically going to go to the Bengals. It's going to come down to a coin flip on who gets home field advantage. I would love that. Uh, That's going to be crazy. I don't. don't. Uh, They also need the Chargers to beat the Broncos on Sunday, but Mm. seems like a coin flip (laughs) to determine home to determine home field advantage. That's wild. Mm. Although if the Ravens beat the Bengals on Sunday, uh, the Ravens would have beaten twice this year already. So, mm-hmm. and they have a better, Dang. and they have a better division record. So, golly, wow! And that Bengals slow start to the year, that Super Bowl ha- loss hangover that really hurt mm-hmm. them. Really hurt. Yeah, them. They start like zero and three. Mm-hmm. Wow! Lost that Week Five game to the Ravens. Yeah. That's you know, tough, Ravens, you know. No Lamar. 
Yeah, that's Again, tough. Still no Lamar. They are that, pretty much all over the place. Tyler Huntley, he's questionable to play this game, so they might be rocking the third string out there. Golly. Anthony Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. That's tough. And even, even with Tyler Huntley, and he hasn't looked good, hasn't thrown for over 150 yards in a single game this year, it's... Hasn't doesn't look like the Tyler Hundley from last year we saw come in when Lamar got injured at all. No, yeah, it's been bad. I mean, shoot, there were talks that Tyler Hundley was going to be that guy in Baltimore if they weren't able to get a contract done with Lamar after how good he played. Yeah, that's they weren't that. Mm -hmm. He's also a Pro Bowler, so. (laughs) Ravens offense with Tyler Hundley since Lamar's been hurt, eleven point eight points per game. They were scoring 25 with Lamar. Just wild. Dang. Oh, I hope he comes back. It's been a month since he's practiced. And, and that takes me to the, uh, my first question. How, do you, how confident are you in Lamar playoffs? Wild card. Well, if he comes back, you, I think you have to play him. Yeah, but he hasn't played in seven weeks. True. How True. confident, you know, he's, he's a free agent next year, kind of did the bet on himself, had the injury. Is he going to be comfortable playing on that injury as well? It's another Trying to get that bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, being out for so long on a contract year, I think it's – he's got to come back in and prove that he that he's worth that bag that he wants. Very true. Very true. Can go on a little run, playoff run. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I definitely could be a situation where they're just like, we're just trying to get the playoffs. We already clinched. So Lamar can just play wild card weekend, but also not playing for seven straight weeks, man. I mean, there's a little, little worriness going on with that. Um, a little rusty. I think he plays if he's healthy for sure. Like Carter said, like you could sit out and just be like, well, I'm just going to go to free agency and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of teams probably wouldn't like that. And also, you know, if you go out there and healthy, you win a playoff game or two, that bag gets even bigger. True. That's big. So, crazy that they're going off a coin flip, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't realize the Ravens would have a better division record, sweep the Bengals if they win. I mean, and don't get the division. <laughs> Bengals have been playing great ball. That defense mm-hmm. has late locked down. It's going to be – I think this might be one of the, like, better offense – Bengals offense versus Ravens defense, I think, is going to be the what you have to watch in this game. I really don't think the Ravens offense with Tyler Hundley or Anthony Brown is going to do much against the Bengals defense. Yeah. So it's got to be that Bengals, uh, that Ravens defense locking up for sure. T. Higgins uh, – no, I'm sorry. Jamar Chase went for less than 50 yards in week five, first time they played. Recipe for success. Lockdown, maybe the best wide receiver core in the NFL, and you might win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to have to guard two or three wide receiver ones. Yeah, three wide receivers with over 700 receiving yards. Oh, <laughs> my God. Isn't that well? I don't think there's no another. Marcus Peters for the Ravens. So. Oh, gosh. Is there another? I was trying to look before we jumped on here, but another team with three receivers or three pass catchers with over 700 yards there's no way there's no way someone's even come close i was thinking uh, the eagles had i saw devonta smith was over a thousand and um so was aj brown Brown. but i was like dallas goddard's been hurt so i don't think he's gone over 700 maybe i don't know hasn't say maybe tampa but 
I was going to say, no. I, I know Minnesota hasn't. Justin Jefferson, I don't think KJ Osborne at least has gone over 700. KC? Question mark? No, no shot. No, no shot. They got Anyone outside Travis? I don't think Travis is a thousand. Juju is a certain amount away from a thousand. He might be at like eight ninety something. Okay. So maybe Jerick McKinnon's like a hundred away. He he probably has like five hundred. Like he's he's probably the next closest. Him or Justin Watson? <laughs> probably. Oh my goodness. Uh, but Keeg, what what game you, or card? Did you have anything else for that Ravens Bengals game? No, no. Key, what game? Who wins that game? To? Ooh. Give me the Bengals, sadly. You said who wins the game? Mm-hmm. I thought you said who wins the coin flip, and I was just like, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, 50-50, give me tails. Tails never <laughs> fails. Let me get a coin. I'll decide it right now. Let me so how call are we going to do this coin flip? Is it going to be like broadcasted or like, you I know? Hope. <laughs> I hope. Whoever, hey, if I'm the Ravens or the Bengals, I'm calling Geno Smith, and I'm asking him heads or tails. Do you guys remember whenever the Seahawks would send him out for every – Every coin yes. flip as the backup, yes. and he had an insane winning percentage. He was like, he had only like one loss, like to the late in the year. I remember them talking about that. Now that oh, you say that, I loved it because every time he'd won, he just clapped really hard. And ah, oh, love Gino, but sorry, got off topic. Teammate guy. Hey, that's another guy looking for a playoff run, trying to get into the playoffs today. I'll get into him. I'll talk about him in my game. Um, I gotta go to the Bengals facing Anthony Brown and Tyler Huntley. They can't keep up with the Bengals' offense. I mean, since he's going to drop 30, 40. Um, but, yeah, the Ravens' defense could definitely show up, but I got Cincy. Yeah. Is this game in Cincy? Yes. Like, tomorrow? Okay. Give so me Baltimore. I was going to say, go different, Carter. Devin Duvernay is going to have two kick return touchdowns. Uh, defense is going to go crazy. D-Rob making yes. Odell-style catches one hand. Love it. Yes. Love it. The key could you have? Uh, I got, I think, the game of the week. Lions versus Packers Sunday night football. Um, obviously, this game has it, – it can have a different meaning by the time we get to it. Um, I'm hoping Seattle loses because if Seattle loses, then this game is winner take all. Take that last, last playoff spot in the NFC. Um, Lions. I mean, who would have thought they would have been playing meaningful football in late January? If you would have told me at the beginning of the year, the Lions are going to play week 18 and they have to win to get in the playoffs. I think any of their fans would have taken that. I mean, it's just insane. I mean, this team started one in six and they are now eight and eight. Jared Goff. Uh, uh, yeah, how we come about Jared Goff and the Lions just going on this run? I mean, it's it's a lot of fun to see. Like Detroit never wins, and now here they are. Just, mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome to see. You know, Jared Goff. I was looking at his numbers, and he might be one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL this season. And since November, this man is seven and two with a one hundred five point eight passer rating, seventeen mm. to one touchdown to interception ratio. It, Dang. Huge, huge. Hmm. Yeah, he's on fire. I think he's at like 29, 30 touchdowns. I mean, mm-hmm. he's had a great year because you go into the year. We had that podcast at the beginning of the year, and it was like it never came out because it messed up, but it was like, is Jared Goff the guy? And we were like, yeah. yeah, you know, if he plays this year well, why would you not just continue to build around him? Now, if you're Detroit, yeah. I mean, if you lose this game, you don't make the playoffs. You win eight games this year. You got Jared Goff in the next two or three years for sure. 
mm-hmm. um, depending on his play. And you also have number four pick, number 18 pick in the draft. I mean, just not only talking about this game, but the Lions could do so much in this offseason just to build that team and stack them. I mean, it's exciting. But if you guys were the Lions GM, what are you doing in the draft with number four and number 18? Just taking a QB, just loading up on that roster. What's your thought process there? Wait, Carter, how do you feel about Jared Goff? Oh, my bad. He's having a good year, but I, I, he had a good year in L.A. before they traded him. I think he <laughs> could be the starter there, but I think they probably go after the top QB in the draft. If, I, if I'm Detroit, the ideal situation, Seattle loses their game. You're in a must-win game against the Packers in Lambeau to ruin – Maybe Aaron Rodgers' last game in Lambeau, which we'll talk about that after this. Um, but I'm taking a quarterback with one of my first two picks in the draft. I feel like depending on if C.J. Stroud falls, I'm taking him. I'm not taking a Will Levis. Um, and if C.J. Stroud's not there for, with my first pick, I'm waiting on a quarterback, maybe taking one in the later rounds. Um, next year's class, absolutely stacked. Absolutely stacked class next year. Um, I would so, take for him. I'm also looking at that. Um, another thing that I've heard talks, Lions have a lot of cap space. Maybe they go make a splash, go get Lamar Jackson in free agency. Um, this year's free agent quarterback class is also insane. Um, so we don't know what that's going to be. But I do think Jared Goff's that guy. We've seen him, like Keith talked about, we've talked about it in the past. We've seen him take LA to the Super Bowl. We've seen him be a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's thrown for 4,000 passing yards. Like he's a great quarterback with good weapons around him. And we're seeing him do that in Detroit. So I do think he could be the guy for sure. Yeah, he's more than serviceable this year for sure. I mean, he's not just like, you know, just getting into the playoffs. Like he, like 17 touchdowns and one interception since when did you say? Since November. November. Um, I mean, that's just playing winning football. I mean, that's great football right there. Yeah. Um, so I think he's proved that he deserves, you know, I think with the Detroit though, you kind of take it year by year with Jared. Like as soon mm-hmm. as he starts playing bad, I'm taking a QB. Yeah. Obviously that can be rough because then you got to wait for a QB. But like you said, you take a rookie quarterback late. Um, maybe Anthony Richardson falls. You want to take him late. He's athletic, kind of Project. a quarterback than golf. So mm-hmm. could definitely go to a lot of different ways. Ideally, you're sitting, you're drafting a guy and sitting him behind Goff like the the Chiefs did with Mahomes and Alex Smith. I feel like that's every team's like ideal situation. So if you're able to get like an Anthony Richardson in the the third round or something like that, you're sitting for a year behind Goff and maybe when he's ready, or be like Jordan Love and sit behind Aaron Rodgers for four years and still don't know if he's ready. So <laughs> next year's Jordan Love's year. That that takes me to is this going to be Aaron Rodgers' last game in Lambo? Oh, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh-oh. He is just so back and forth with like how he talks about things. I don't know how to read him. He's such an odd guy. Yeah, yeah. Carter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell if he wants to be there, if he wants to be out, or yeah, or if he wants to retire. I, I don't, really odd situation, but I don't. I don't think he plays again in Green Bay. Ooh, I love that. And this he did. He almost took that Jeopardy job. We thought he was going to be the host of Jeopardy. Yeah, I know. Well, what do they extend him? They extend him for two years. I guess mm-hmm. you could just play the one one year and then retire. Yeah. 
I think I don't know. I think he'll eventually request a trade, to be honest. I feel like just with every single week seeing him go on the Pat McAfee show and openly, openly just bash the Packers, it's it's tough. Just like openly not disrespecting the rookie wide receivers, but like kind of talking down upon them. Um, I feel like he doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore, and it kind of shows. But yeah, he definitely tells it how it is. Like he'll be like, "The play calling was terrible yesterday. That's why we yep. lost." I'll be like, "Oh, both you tell him, you tell yep. him, Aaron, let him yeah. know." But I feel like in the back of his head, he's like, "Screw you guys! You traded Devonte Adams and didn't take the wide receiver until Christian Watson, and now I have two rookie wide receivers I'm dealing with. I'm gonna go still make the playoffs." So eat crap. So I think Rogers still yeah. has that mindset, but I don't know. Uh, it's kind of tough. He's also last year. He was like, well, you guys drafted Jordan love. So I'm now giving you the chance to play him. That's true. I was, I won't lie. I'm, I was surprised. There was a point of this um, Packers season, probably like four weeks ago uh, when Rogers had the, the hand injury, he wasn't able to fully grip the football. Yep. I was like, why not start Jordan Love? Me and Carter had that conversation. I was like, you have four or five weeks left of the season. We don't know what Jordan Love is. Aaron Rodgers might not be there anymore. Why not take a shot? Let him free. Let him loose. Just see what you got out of him. Because one career start against Kansas City because Rodgers got COVID. Like, I don't know. Carter, Carter, how are you feeling if you're the Packers and you have to roll Jordan Love week one next season? I mean, it'll take him out of a playoff team, in my opinion, but I'm not worried. Young quarterback, young receivers, Mm. build that team up, build that chemistry between all those guys. I think that could be good in a couple of years. That could be a fun team. How would you feel confidence level walking in with Jordan Love? Um, you know, I haven't given up on him yet. I mean, sitting for four years behind one of the greatest, I mean, you got to learn something, right? And then last time we saw him played, he, that, uh, Oh my goodness! Who did he play that last drive? Was it Philly? He played that last drive, and he looked or last two drives. He looked pretty yes. good. Yep. Um. So everyone's like, "Man, you know, you sit behind a guy. You know, we've seen it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Farwell. Mahomes sits behind Smith. I mean, quarterbacks mm-hmm. when they sit, it can prove a lot. Uh, True. I don't. Th- I think they'll be a solid team with Jordan Love played a whole season for sure. Maybe like, I just don't know how he would play. That's the thing. Maybe like six or seven wins. Yeah. I think he'll be serviceable for sure. But, I mean, it's going to be a lot of growing pains for sure. Mm-hmm. Take into account, they got a great running back room with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. So, you're, you're able to kind of take a lot some pressure off of him with the run mm-hmm. game. But then the rookie wide receivers, the inconsistent play, I feel like going to get another wide receiver this offseason would be ideal for the Packers. Maybe a, a veteran guy kind of like not to throw salt in the wounds of Keegan's fantasy season, but like Allen Robinson esque. I know don't draft him in fantasy this year, Keegan, just a heads up, but some along those lines. Sorry. Hey, if he goes to green Bay, <laughs> keeping him or Odell. Imagine. Uh, oh yeah. It'd be dope. But... Hey, Rob almost went there. He, uh, pretty sure he picked like Jackson or he picked Chicago over green Bay. Gosh, that was a, what a pick. Great what a pick. Fish. Hey, now he's ah. in LA. Uh, but yeah, Green Bay started four and eight, like you said. I mean, Rodgers had the thumb thing, and then they're four and eight. You're just kind of like, well, why not just play Jordan Love the rest of the year? Like, wouldn't that just make sense? Here they are, week 18, they're playing for a playoff spot, and all they got to do is just win the game they're in. 
Uh, you know, Rodgers will be his last ride with Green Bay, so who knows what could happen. I mean, the team is on fire. And in January, you do not want to play a team hot. Um, I'm not coming out here saying, oh, Packers Super Bowl. But, I mean, definitely winning a game or two. I don't yeah. truly believe in them to win more than one game. But uh, they're high. And you hey, never, never know. Aaron Rodgers been in the playoffs before. A that's time what I'm too. saying. He's got rookie wide receivers. So that's a problem. Like, he's yeah. not going to be able to do everything. But, I mean, they've looked good. Got that chemistry now. Obviously, Christian Watson has been a beast for, what, seven or eight weeks now. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Um like I said, though, I hope Seattle loses, so this game just means so much more. I mean, it's just going to be insane. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like just – I got my heart in it for Detroit. Like, I'm going to be rooting for them hard. So I got I got Detroit in this game. I won't lie. I think they pull it out. Mm-hmm. I agree. I also have Detroit. Dan Campbell said, he said, we're not worried about the Seattle game. He said, we're going to come in there. We're coming for blood no matter what. Trying to ruin the Packers season. That's exactly. You know, just go out on a high note. Um, that's all you can do, really. For real. Ah, boys, NFL season, sadly, regular season coming to an end. Been a great year. Absolutely wild. Boys, you got anything else? Mm, no. Uh-huh. Carter? Uh-huh. Hit us up. No TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, anywhere and everywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music. We're there. We're everywhere. Uh, hit us up. Big Cartel backslash the one six hour. Awesome. Six shirts on there. Some nice pins yes, as well. Uh, you know, leave a comment and, and YouTube, Spotify, wherever you can leave comments. Leave comments what you want to hear, what you want to see. But ring that bell. Subscribe. Uh, hit, that, hit that plus button on TikTok. You know, hit the hearts. The hearts. The like button. (laughs) Ah, But boys, we out? We out. Peace.